0: Hi, this is Kira Buckland. I'm a voice actress for anime and video games, and you're listening to Two Dads and a Podcast.
1: Welcome to another episode of Two Dads and a Podcast, the, the interview, interview series. Series, ah, <laughs> you were just a little too late there. <laughs> I even gave a nice long pause too. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah this this week we have we have Kira Buckland. Uh, she is just an all-around incredible talent, incredibly talented individual yep. and voice actor. Yep, and right in the middle of her stride, man. She's got a, a really impressive list of credits to her name. Uh, Excited really to see does. what she's doing. She really does. And and one thing that I kind of like from her, and, and it's it's less likely to happen nowadays, so she kind of started right in the right time for it, is you know she she kind of got a little bit of a start doing like fan dubs and you know the parody dubs and stuff like that and that that really helped her uh i feel like in in the early stages of her career but she really she took off quick you know she's what a, a couple years older than us so around the same age and her career really did just like take off early and, and you love to see it <laughs> but you know um let's hear what we chatted about for a few yeah so hold tight guys and enjoy hello hello so welcome to our little show our little ditty here so we're sort of just interviewing mainly voice actors but we haven't like we didn't specifically set out to go let's just do voice actors pretty much anybody involved in the nerd world or anybody that's sort of nerdy and interesting. And from what we've seen, I, I think you might be part of that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so we thought we'd reach out to get, a, to get to know you a little more as a person. Because we know so much about a lot of the projects you've worked on. And we just kind of want get to get to know you and what sort of drove you uh, in life. Because we know you were what an, an anime fan growing up. And yeah, in, about the into same anime, age.
0: games, that sort of stuff.
1: Yeah, so we've probably we're about the same age. We probably had a lot of the same sort of uh, experiences with discovering anime growing up. Uh, what, what what sort of did you geek out for early on?
0: Well, I didn't start getting into anime and video games until later in life, like around when I was a teenager. I mean, I was right. sort of aware of certain things like Pokemon and Sailor Moon growing up, but like um, we didn't have cable TV in my house or anything like that. So yeah, I yeah. didn't really get to like watch a lot. <laughs> I of can stuff, relate you know? to that
1: for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you did get into video games, what type of video games did you play? What type of video games do you like to play now?
0: Um, Fighting games were kind of my first big exposure to like to video games that i really enjoyed and i still do play fighting games um obviously i don't have a ton of time like i used to but i got a custom built arcade cabinet during the pandemic so it's
1: basically okay what's what's on it what (laughs) games are (laughs) yeah we're gonna have to roll that back that 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 one (laughs)
0: So um, it hooks up through HDMI, so you could technically put like anything in there. Well, oh, anything is it a Raspberry Pi based then? Well, it just kind of when you get down to it, it's sort of like a TV and sticks inside a fancy cabinet, like built into a fancy cabinet. So, um, you know, you just plug the little HDMI thing into the PS4 and then you plug in the things for the controls into the USB ports and then you're good to go. And so we got it to work with a PS one, too, with the converter.
1: Oh, nice. Cool. cool. Nice. So it's it's just like a entertainment cabinet that you can customize. Oh, nice. So So what, what are you what are you playing now? Did you keep up on like Pokemon Go or anything like that?
0: Yes, I've actually been po- playing Pokemon Go since the day it came out. I'm right, currently yeah. almost at level 42, Team oh, Mystic, man. and I am like one of those hardcore like people who raid all the time and yeah. you know, do I, all that kind of stuff.
1: I wish I had people around me that would raid. I, I feel like I'm the only person in my town that plays because, <laughs> you know, you're getting the remote raid passes and there's literally yeah. two that happen right down the street from me, and nobody. Ever does them. And so I'm sitting here like against a 50,000 Thunderous, and I'm just like, okay, I can maybe um, get it down a tenth me. of HP. <laughs> Remind
0: me, I'll give you my friend code because I send out remote invites all the time. So if you put your status to online, I'll typically go and you can invite up to five people to any remote raid. So I will just invite people on my oh, list. Oh, yeah. I raid cool. all the time. <laughs> uh,
1: so we, we checked out, obviously, we're we're on Instagram a lot and clearly you're a bit of a Bowie fan. <laughs> maybe, a a little, bit. <laughs> maybe a little, maybe a little. It's it's hard not to be when you when you kind of grow up a nerd. It's really he speaks the language or spoke the language What else type of music are you into?
0: I am really into classic rock. And oddly enough, a lot of my interest for classic rock sort of stemmed from an anime and manga, believe it or not. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. um, It's just full of classic rock references. (laughs) I mean, pretty much every other character is named after some kind of like band or album or song. And um, it was actually to the point where when they localized it, they had to censor a lot of the names because, you know, they didn't want to get in trouble (laughs) in the US for copyright. So...
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, that's really the genre uh, I think we both kind of grew up on. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So a lot of those songs growing up are so ingrained into what we uh, sort of jam out to now. And then obviously, you know, we were in bands, so other things kind of got filtered in classical and jazz Jazz. and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Lots, lots of good stuff like that. So. As I, I know, JoJo just blew up recently, which is like <laughs> over the last, what, two years? Before oh, yeah, that, see, you heard I like nothing about now. JoJo and now it's everywhere.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's been interesting for me to watch too because I've been into JoJo for about eight years now. And I thought I got into it relatively late compared to like some other people I knew <laughs> right, in the fandom. Right.
1: Yeah. Because what was it? The late 80s is when
0: yep jojo is literally as old as i am (laughs) because part one started in the manga in 1987 so
1: yeah yeah. so i mean it helps you helps you connect to the characters right as bizarre as that is (laughs) (laughs) sorry we're dads um (laughs) bad bad joke bad joke (laughs) See, Man. so it's
0: accurate when you listen to Dad Rock, right? <laughs> that, that's
1: right. That's exactly it. That's exactly. It. <laughs> so, well, to our what, kids, anything we listen to is Dad music. Yeah. So it yeah. <laughs> my my son likes just about everything, but he's only four, so he hasn't quite got his own opinions on that yet. We'll, we'll get right, Eventually, I'm he'll hate already. everything I do. You'll be uncool in a year or two. Don't worry. Yeah. What? <laughs> 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 well, what other what other anime have you been watching or following?
0: Um lately I haven't been able to watch a ton unless it's like something kind of for work like I'm right. oh I'm in this show so I need to watch it to kind of get an idea what happens so um, I had watched Yashihime in Japanese as that was coming out because you know in the role of Setsuna obviously my character is really important in the show so I wanted to kind right. of get an idea of what was going on with the story and stuff like that I did um, in terms of like stuff that I've watched just for fun recently I did watch um, Fully coolly Progressive and Alternative because I had oh nice I know they've been out for a while and like I watched <laughs> the right. original back in the day and really liked it but everyone's like saying that they didn't like the new ones so I just never like made it a priority to watch it and then one day I'm like oh it's on Crunchyroll I should I should just watch it it's like six episodes for each of them it's not <laughs> I, gonna I be that need, much yeah. time
1: I still need to catch up on those but man th- some you of the best not- music not listen to what other people say because sometimes you just miss out doing that i i enjoyed it yeah and me too that's actually that the original fully Coolie, which i guess it's the same for the new one but that i discovered the pillows the band the pillows through yeah. fully and i love me some pillows oh, and me between too. between the pillows and the seat belts like discovering them right, through the anime D-bop. is just yeah. some of the best mu- like favorite music that i will listen to I mean, thankfully, there's a, a nerd culture that will help you discover this music and be able to listen to it regularly. Because just, I mean, you get on Amazon Prime Music or whatever, you're not, you're not going to find it. And it's those, yeah. those o- OTSs are, or o- OST. I'm, I don't know, I got a little dyslexia going on right now. Original soundtrack. <laughs> OSTs? Yeah. OSTs, Here yeah. OSTs. OSTs are fantastic. Absolutely. You guys might also
0: like uh, the Guilty Gear OST because everything in Guilty Gear is also inspired by classic rock and the creator oh, okay. like kind oh, nice. of Queen and stuff. So there's just like a whole bunch of like references and you can even hear in like some of the instrumentals and in it, it's like, yeah. oh, that sounds like it'd be a Queen song right there. And
1: stuff. Nice. See, I'm familiar with the Guilty Gear games, but I'm not much of a fighter game fan only because I am terrible at them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, absolutely terrible. I, you know, load me up some Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3 on the Super Nintendo and I'm going to do all right. <laughs> but yeah, you, you load up Street Fighter four or five or the new Mortal Kombat's And I'm
0: it's a lot, especially because a lot of the fighting games these days are pretty execution heavy. So it's kind of like, oh, yeah, do you want to spend right, right. a lot of time. Tra- like, that's one of the reasons I like to play on arcade sticks, because especially something like Guilty Gear, it's like the um a lot of the super commands are pretty execution heavy. So it's like, well, do I really want to do this like? Forward, back, half circle, forward, back, forward, command on like a controller. Oh, now. I don't think so. <laughs> When
1: Street Fighter 4 came out and I was trying to do some of the like ultimate moves and stuff, I'm like, okay, I swear I have input this eight times and it's not triggering. What am I doing wrong?
0: Well yeah, even doing something relatively simple like a Shoryuken sure on a controller I think is a lot harder.
1: That's yeah one of the reasons why it, I, especially uh, some of the like the early Xbox controller, it was so <laughs> bad. Like it just it didn't, oh, it yeah. didn't know what you're doing. It See it know what you're doing. I've invested into the, into the expensive controllers because they have better D pads so that I can, you know, if I need to roll, I can roll without like it not pushing the button in the right direction or something. <laughs> well, One thing we always like to ask is like, when you were first getting into it, who was one of the first people you met that you kind of got to geek out on? Like, oh my goodness, I can't believe I get to meet you because of work.
0: Well, there were a few people and this was well before I actually got into the industry myself, but I was interested in doing it. You know, I did stuff online. I was on like hobbyist forums, all that kind of stuff back in the day. But, you know, like I didn't really know what I was doing. It was, um, you know, I'd barely taken an acting class, that sort of thing. Just really, really new and just kind of like... Yeah, just a, a dumb weeb, whatever you will. Um, but there were a few people who did like take the time to talk to me, and I never forgot that because they didn't have to do that. Um, one of them was Johnny Young Bosch because I went to this like VIP meet and greet thing at a convention. I nice. it was like in Canada. Like I had gone to Canada for like my um, post senior trip after high school or whatever, and yeah. Johnny was a guest there. And I remember like you know, and I'm sure it was incredibly awkward just being like, yeah, I really <laughs> want to be a voice actor, and I and I practice and I do stuff on the internet with my friends and stuff like that. And, but you know, he was very kind and he sat down and took the time to talk to me. And, and then Yuri Lowenthal was another one who, um, you know, just when I had no clue what I was doing, I sent him my my, like terrible homemade demo. And I was like, Hey, what do you think of it? And of course I like give people disclaimer, like (laughs) don't do this, but you know, this was like a totally different time. And there was Mm -hmm. not really information online. Like now there's so many resources. I help write resources for people. There's so much information but it, it just it wasn't like that back in like you know 2005 2006 so um
1: right We're yeah still, and he, the internet yeah, he was took growing the time. still mm-hmm
0: and he said, next time you visit California, you can sit in on some of my sessions. And that, that is like such a priceless experience. If you want to get into this, if you get to watch somebody work in a real show, you know, Yeah. And I think now wow. they're a lot more careful about doing that because of like NDAs and all that, but you know, <laughs> different time. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Absolutely. No, that's, um, that's awesome. Those are definitely two of our kind of icons as well. So yeah, you got my, you got out more words than I probably would have if I met Johnny Young Bosch in person. <laughs> Well, that's the
0: other weird thing, because, you know, I do sometimes meet, I mean, it's, we don't record together for the most part, but sometimes just in the course of work and stuff, you will meet these people who have been pretty big for a while, or they've done a lot of stuff in the business, and it's kind of weird, because I know, like, a lot of people are just like, oh, that's so cool that you're friends with this person, or you met this person, or whatever, and it's like, yeah, it's cool, but they're also just, like, my friend, you know?
1: Right, they're (laughs) they're a human being in real life. What? They're they're not not just a voice? My my world is ruined. Power Ranger. (laughs) (laughs) A crazier question, kind of, if you had to be stuck in a world, any other world that's like not this universe, could be something you voiced in, could be something you like to play or something you like to watch, what world would you want to be stuck in?
0: Ooh, um maybe pokemon because how cool would it be if you could just like Mm. go around and catch creatures and like you ride your bike everywhere and you can just go see the daycare couple and they're like hey i got an egg for you you want to ride around with it
1: that is my (laughs) that is my same exact fucking answer my reasons are a little bit different but that is my same exact answer you just gave him justification and (laughs) Uh, (laughs) no I love it I love that that's a that's a it's a solid answer because because my reasoning is like even an idiot can survive in Pokemon world right they have idiots that are successful trainers and I don't want to be like I've said before I don't want to be stuck in Star Wars and just be trapped in Tatooine for 15 years and just be surrounded by sand if I'm in Pokemon you can catch all the sand Pokemon I can just (laughs) hug a Pokemon you know that's and a- I
0: love nature so Pokemon, yeah, yeah. I feel like there's just so much nature and stuff cuz I think there's a so runner much up
1: camping yeah like, like I've a never seen go ahead ahead. oh it's just because I've never seen so many like homeless children that are so happy right it's like happy
0: and say it's like oh maybe you'll be (laughs) you'll have to fight this wild Pokemon but it's okay because you raised up your Pokemon
1: right right nobody (laughs) nobody died until until you are the the one trainer on route three that accidentally got skipped and they're just heading back to catch something and now you've got to battle your Ratata against level 84 Blastoise yeah (laughs) 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 <laughs> what's your runner-up that i we haven't heard a runner-up yet yeah is, that's exciting
0: well because another thing that i had in mind was legend of zelda for similar reasons but i think the thing with that is like oh there's some creatures that are pretty scary like anything that's like spider right. looking i'm just like i don't want to <laughs> deal with that so the
1: um, and the- I, yeah no, i'm a little addicted to uh technology also and man i would be terrified of running into what what are they called lionel the the big like lion centaur looking things that shoot lightning oh, at man. you yeah, yeah, yeah for breath of the I wild mean, they don't bring it up in the video game but you gotta think about like scurvy and stuff like that you could <laughs> it. they don't I feel have like there's
0: a lot of stuff that could kill you in Zelda <laughs> and that's why it's my runner up and not my first
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's that's fair it that's would be fair. fun though if, if you could just be there for like a couple days and experience yeah that would be so in in a similar vein if you had to be stuck in one voice, like you were you had to be the character, what character that you've played would you want to be stuck as?
0: Um, like I had to actually be that character in terms of like I would be in their world and have their personality and everything.
1: Yeah. 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 We'll go with yeah that. We can go with that. I don't know, <laughs> like you don't I don't know if you're like necessarily stuck in the world, but the personality thing, yeah, the, the mannerisms, the the voice vocal expressions.
0: Hmm. Because, see, there's some characters where it's like, I really like playing this character and I like this character's design and everything like that. Right. But everyone around me would be so annoyed. Like, I love <laughs> Seraphina from Disgaea 5, but no one in the real world could stand to be around her because she'd be doing <laughs> the ojo laugh every five seconds. So.
1: Uh, very true. Very true. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And it's like 2B is very, you know, she's very strong and she's so capable of everything. But at the same time, it's like 2B's personality is like completely different from mine. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I mean, would I want to be like that different? <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, understandable. Like that, I don't know. Because, I mean, I'm sure there are a, a couple of voices that you do that are not just crazy or insane. But then there's the personality quirks that just you're like, man... Do I want to deal? You with know that, that was that was fun doing for <laughs> two hours. I wouldn't want to do that for the rest of my life.
0: <laughs> I mean, I can think of it. Like if I had to choose a fictional character that I'm like, okay, I would be like this person if I could. I, I mean, I don't play this character, but from JoJo's Bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> no, it starts with Joe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah uh, i mean shoot i don't think there's any ru- uh russell check the rule books are we allowed to do characters they haven't voiced i mean we the make the rules wallet. yeah yeah out. we make the rules yes. <laughs> sure i like that answer though yeah um, is that your number one anime is that your favorite yeah For sure? i have a cool. tattoo from it oh do you I've i've got a tattoo from my favorite anime too it's right nice. here swordfish nice that's bold to like get it
0: on your hands and everything
1: yeah well i already got my job (laughs) i didn't have to do the interview twice so i was like okay you know what we'll do it yeah Uh, no it was it was for a long time i was like no tattoos uh below the cuff because you know, I'm going to have to do interviews or stuff like that. or And it's become more and more acceptable, you know? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, it's but, thankfully
0: gotten a lot better. But that was yeah. something I was really happy with some of my more specialized jobs later in life where it's like, it didn't matter that I want right. to have crazy hair colors and tattoos and piercings and all that.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, that, that and I stopped working uh, customer service. So I they can just hide me away and <laughs> I, I don't have to be seen. <laughs> That's right. So, oh... Uh, What was the the since we're in the voice acting realm I love to ask this question because I'm a narcissist Uh, to an extent do you like the sound of your own voice.
0: Uh, My normal voice? No, but it depends like in terms of whether I can deal with hearing myself in something. It really depends what it is. Because there's certain voice types that I do where I'm like, okay, like, you know, this sounds like really different for me. So I'm cool with listening to it. I think when it's harder to hear myself is if it's like a character type or a voice type that I don't feel as confident in. So sometimes it's like, I'll listen and say like, oh, man, I could have done that so much better. Oh, why did I deliver the line that way? I should (laughs) have done it like this or whatever. But Sometimes it, it's like, if it's something that I work really hard on, then I'm okay with listening to it. Cause I'm yeah. like, I know I put my all into this. Like, um, I just posted on Twitter last night that for Yashihime, I had to do this, like, Feral demon screaming for Setsuna. And oh, I mean, cool. I like put my <laughs> all into that. Like it was so hard because I don't do, you know, I've had to scream for like video games and stuff, but I don't do a lot of like creaturey stuff or anything like that. So right. um, you know, it was like something that obviously I worked really hard on and I prepared for. Like I watched that episode in Japanese beforehand just to know what I was in for and stuff. So
1: yeah, you know. I'd see I I hate the sound of my own voice, so I love to ask that question and the answers. A lot like we get some crazy answers, like that you don't really think about or expect. But I, I, th- I think personally, deep down, everybody just doesn't like the way they sound because it's not <laughs> the way they hear themselves.
0: Oh, yeah. Right. Nobody likes the sound. of. I mean, maybe <laughs> if they're like really super narcissistic or something, but most people do not like the sound of their own voice. It's kind of like how um, a lot of people prefer to take selfies because in a selfie, it's like it's mirrored. So you see how right. you look versus like pictures other yeah. people take of you. So I think it's kind of similar with the voice stuff. I mean, obviously, as voice actors, like we have to get used to it because right. we're constantly mm. recording <laughs> and doing audition. You know, you it's just something like you have to get over over time. But Definitely. the other thing is, like, I don't think most people like their own voice and the way They speak naturally, but I'm thankful for what my voice allows me to do. Because most of the characters I play don't really sound like me. I'm playing stuff that's higher or lower, or has like a certain texture.
1: You know, like I I like to
0: think I have a fairly big range in terms of voiceover. Like that's kind of my specialty in VO is just being able to go all over the place. So if I'm doing a voice that sounds like way off from how I normally sound, I I can listen to it and it's fine. So when I was um, like around 17, when I first started getting really into voice acting, I became kind of obsessed with Inuyasha. And what one of my like original inspirations and sadly she's retired now but Monica Story the original voice of Kagome I would just listen to her voice over and over and just try to sound like that because oh, I was just like really you know, because to go back to like hating your voicing, I'm like, man, I wish I had a yeah. voice like Monica Story. She's just <laughs> so cool. And I don't know how close her Kagome was to her natural voice because i have never heard her speak naturally. I think she retired yeah. before she could do a lot of public appearance stuff. But, um, you know, I used to like always try to to match her voice. And I Kagome was like my first ever cosplay that I did in my life and all that kind of stuff. Oh, so nice. it was just really, really cool to be like, hey, I'm Sashomaru's daughter.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Dude, th- I I can't even imagine how that would be like, you know, growing up watching something or loving this, this fandom and, and wishing you could be a part of it. And then now you are like that. That's just, I can't imagine how much joy that brings you. Oh yeah. Well, and
0: it was so unexpected because I had just accepted long ago, like, I will never be a part of the world of Inuyasha, realistically speaking, because, hey, you know, for one, over. they like, they finished it <laughs> forever ago. And two, it was done up in Canada. And, you know, it's if you're an American, you're not really going to they're not going to make an exception for you to work on a Canadian production. Like, there's all sorts of things that would not really make that possible. So mm-hmm. I was just like, yeah, that's, you know, that's never going to happen for me. But hopefully I'll be in just you know, other cool things. And then when they decided to do like kind of the bi... I guess you wouldn't really call it bi-coastal, but like, you know, doing it both in Canada and the US for the new series, I I just couldn't believe it.
1: Yeah, it's... It's one of those shows like because it was always on real late at night mm-hmm. and I, I had to sneak uh, to stay up and watch it. <laughs> yeah, like fall asleep during it and just hear that music in my head. So a lot of times if I can't sleep, if I turn on Inuyasha, bam, I go right to sleep.
0: <laughs> I'm still kind of bummed that I feel like a lot of anime now just doesn't go to TV anymore because everything's streaming. So mm-hmm. it's, I always had that dream when I was first getting into this of I'd love to like be on a tsunami show that's on every night. Right. I want to be on TV <laughs> and you know. It's like just because everything is pretty much streaming now, it's it's different. And, you know, I appreciate that in its own right because people can just check it out whenever they want to. But yeah. at the same time, there's so many streaming services and so many choices that a lot of people are like, well, it's only on this one and I don't subscribe to this one. Or
1: <laughs> so if you had to have a, I, I don't know if you watch for anime purposes, we call them quirks now because My Hero Academia is so and popular yeah. and righteously but if you had to have one quirk or superpower what would yours be
0: oh well so i have like kind of a few different things because in terms of like jojo world i have a stand and i've like decided what my stand ability would be and stuff oh yeah
1: yeah breath. okay
0: <laughs> but um it would be the power to turn any liquid substance into coffee <laughs> And, yeah it means i could just like drink coffee whenever i want but also it could be used defensively against enemies and
1: like that. oh man can you imagine your all your blood being turned into coffee
0: yeah it could be a pretty oh. scary stand that, that
1: would be oh, I, was, I was i was thinking like sh- just turning a cup of something into coffee and then throwing it on somebody right, but I I no. yours, yours is sounds more deadly yeah. so. <laughs> I mean, you would probably die pretty quickly. Like I was thinking, like second-degree burns or something. And you're going, "I'm killing you with coffee." No, Man. I mean I
0: thought of that too because this is actually brought up in JoJo by the main villain of the series, where even a stand that seems weak can actually be pretty terrifying depending on how it's used.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. If you're creative enough, anything can be. Kind of, kind of like water bending and being able to blood bend. You know.
0: Yeah, coffee bending. I just watched that
1: episode <laughs> yesterday. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Sorry. <laughs> that, that had nothing to do with this conversation. I'm sorry I derailed us a little bit for. I mean, it, it's talk. it's fine. So, yeah. as a, a big collector myself, as you can probably see, and that's not even half of it. Do you do you collect anything? Do you have any big collections or anything you're passionate about?
0: Yeah. Um. This isn't really anything to do with like nerd stuff, but I collect makeup.
1: Okay. I mean, everybody collects something. I feel yeah. like you know, my wife also collects makeup. It's really, especially if you've done some cosplay or some, any sort of costume design, or you just love the makeup design. And there's so many Netflix shows out about it right now. So it is is super like an art form now. It really is. Compared to where it was just some uh, foundation and lining. (laughs) I'll get caught up on YouTube scrolling through and, you know, sometimes I'll have those random videos and I'll just randomly start watching a a, a, like a cosplay makeup video and then i go into another one and another one and i'm like why am i watching videos on makeup
0: Oh, it's, it's great. I mean, that's how I learned how to do makeup was just looking at YouTube videos and stuff. Because yeah.
1: uh, it was yeah, definitely the best ones.
0: thing that I ever did in terms of like cosplay stuff. Like I'm just a super casual cosplayer. So I don't like make a ton of my own stuff. I'm not like, that's fair. I don't feel like I'm very good with crafty stuff. But I realized that the thing that I love most about cosplay is doing the makeup.
1: Oh, well, but, I mean, yeah. that's such a big part of it if you don't look the part uh you know you can buy costumes is, you don't you don't have to build that, your own costume is that why you're a bowie fan just because you can do a lot of different makeup
0: <laughs> <laughs> well that helps kind of you know he, he just had really good like fashion and style and stuff but i i have oh, and, and his, different his
1: features for like just his facial features just popped with whatever he did oh yeah oh, i know like, i have to contour so line. much when i cost
0: <laughs> <you> david bowie <laughs> so what's what yeah. i've done like several of his makeup looks before
1: yeah yeah I, I saw a couple it was super cool and i with the makeup thing like my daughter once pulled up she's about five now and she pulled up a video of this there's another five-year-old girl and she's combing her hair and brushing it and then she's applying makeup and it just looks so wow. much better than anything i've seen and i'm looking at my daughter i'm like why the heck am i still brushing her hair like she- <laughs> why can't you do everything. this <laughs> why am i doing it all but and, so yeah youtube videos makeup what what, what what would you say would was like one of your favorite cosplays to do
0: Ooh, um, I've got quite a few. I mean, of course, I did Jolene. Um, I did Asuka from Evangelion. I really liked how that one came out. And I did, Um, well, I used to do like a lot of Homestuck cosplay back in the day. So I do like the gray paint and everything. And I'm getting back into that rabbit yeah. hole as of yeah, recently. Yeah, yeah. So I'm probably going to do like a glow up version of Friska Circuit soon. Oh, cool. Because <laughs> like I didn't really know how to do makeup back when I did a lot of my Homestuck cosplay. So now that I do, I want to be like, I want to make this good, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. See, well, the, no. the only cosplay I think I would be good Is a hiker from Pokemon because I, you know, I kind of look the part. That'd be awesome.
0: (laughs) I actually I cosplayed my Pokemon Go trainer before.
1: Oh, nice, (laughs) nice. I imagine that one wouldn't be as difficult as some other cosplays because a lot of it's casual clothing. Yeah, (laughs) I just got enough. I'm not adventurous to cosplay. I, I like to go and look at people's cosplaying. Man, I, uh, I watched a video the other day and I, I, I can understand being a casual cosplayer and not getting into like building the costumes because there, I watched a video of this this woman who did a custom brigitte, um from Overwatch and it was like a demon version and she carved out every piece of armor and painted everything. She's like, yeah, it took me two years. Wow. Two years? I... I don't have the attention span to keep you know two hours into something
0: <laughs> yeah i'd be afraid years. that like the game wouldn't be popular anymore after two years
1: yeah <laughs> but see then you're that that one person at the con that you get that one other person who recognizes your costume it's like oh man i love that you know
0: that's kind of how jojo used to be i mean never like <laughs> quite you know there's always people who knew jojo but like if you were cosplaying something from one of the parts that hadn't been animated yet then oh, yeah, you know yeah. you mm-hmm. wouldn't have like as many people knowing what it was but um thankfully now it's like everybody knows <laughs> yeah
1: i swear it when i'm online i see something about jojo every single day and i'm like eventually i, I need sure. to to watch or read this but it's so daunting to get into especially because I'm-, I'm more of a manga than anime just because oh, read
0: the manga, the manga is way further along than the anime, like they just announced part six is getting animated, which is why you've been seeing a ton of mm-hmm. Jojo all over your feet. <laughs> but I mean, the manga's up to part eight. So
1: but but that's the problem, though. How many chapters is that? <laughs>
0: some parts are longer than others. Like part seven is pretty long, but because each part is kind of its own like story and it has its own setting and its own characters and stuff, you can, you know, you could like read one part and then take a break and then read another part. You oh, know, it's okay. not like something. With the so same it's not like a
1: continuous story all the way through.
0: No, I mean, there's a lot of things where it's like, you see, parallels across parts and sometimes Mm -hmm. you do see certain characters that make appearances in other parts but it's generally like each one is set in its own time period and it has its own setting
1: oh okay so that is much less daunting oh yeah (laughs) are you because we've got around us festivals that are going to be taking place and like uh, bands are going back on tour mm-hmm. and stuff are you do you have any like cons on the docket for this year are you thinking are you planning
0: probably not until fall i know that there's some that are opening now and have been opening throughout the pandemic but i mean you know other people can do what they want i just personally think yeah. that this early on it's a bit irresponsible to still have mass gatherings because until yeah. like you know more people are vaccinated and there's right. more like um, herd immunity and stuff like that, I just, you know, I'm not going to be like, yeah, risk your lives to come and get my autograph. (laughs) Like I I offer an autograph shop online. I'm like, here, you can get it. And I'll personally mail it out to you. One good thing about some of these digital events is sometimes it's an excuse to like raise money for charity and stuff like that. Um, My charities of choice are cat rescues. So I've, you know, definitely donated whenever I've had something where I was able to.
1: Oh, cool. Yeah. Do you have have any specific ones?
0: Yeah, um, kitten rescue and kitty bungalow are the two big ones that I donate to.
1: Okay, right. On. Yeah, I love. I mean, that's. I think that's the first shout out to um, a charity we've got. Yeah, we've got. <laughs> I'd always love to promote charities for sure. But, yeah, I, I bet your cats have really enjoyed the more at home time.
0: Yeah, it depends because one of ours was super feral and she's afraid of humans. So she's just like, no, no humans, but <laughs> the fat and lazy one likes it and stuff. And I actually, um, this is kind of shameless self-promotion in a sense, we'll but, um, on my online autograph store, I do have some artwork of my cats that people made for me. And if nice. you buy one of those and my cats will sign it and everything, oh, that's um, adorable. <laughs> then half of the proceeds will go to support a rescue organization. Cool, oh, that's awesome. Definitely.
1: That's awesome do you have any other shout outs? I know you have your, your one website and
0: yeah. Um, the, community that I admin is called the voice acting club. And it's a really good place for people who kind of want to get into this stuff, or maybe they already are into it. And they, you know, have a lot of questions and stuff. Because obviously, I would always get people hitting me up um, for a few different things, whether it was like, how do I get started, you know, or, or how do I do you have any tips for this or this or this. Um, and then also people saying, like, hey, I'm just making a volunteer project, and I need actors. And I would be like, well, I can't really do it. But I don't know where to, you know, maybe ask on Twitter, like, that sort of thing. But now that there's like a specific community where we have like resources for all this kind of stuff, you know, I write articles, people can go on the discord and ask questions and someone else will be like, well, here's my experience with, you know, how to do this certain thing you're asking about. And um, people can post like casting calls. So even if it's just like, Hey, I'm making a student project and I just need someone to do a few lines for me. We have stuff like that.
1: What if you just want to be like a good podcast host? And you, you feel like you really suck at it, but you just want to be a little bit better. Is there sort of like, do you guys have any advice for just casual talking or voice exercises? Um,
0: I was going to say like, like in terms of just making it sound better or in terms of like questions and banter, because for that, I would say like, oh, well, listen to like um podcasts that, you know, that you like or are really popular or hosts that you admire, because I know like as actors like everyone says like yeah. don't do impressions but i tell people like no just like listen to people who are really good at what they do who are booking in the yeah. area that you want to book in. you don't have to copy them but you can be inspired by that
1: you can learn yeah definitely who, who I, would you I've... say is is one of your i know earlier you said uh from inuyasha
0: oh yeah monica story
1: um who would you say is one of your other big inspirations
0: Yeah, one that I mention a lot is Sheremi Lee. Um, She's about my age as well, but she is just so accomplished in her career and so talented. And um, she has also got a really big vocal range. And um, she plays near A2 and near Automata for anyone who doesn't know. And, you know, and then a ton of other stuff, obviously. But she just has done so much in her career and so many different types of projects and characters. And she's one of those actors who never misses like everything that I've heard (laughs) her in. She is great. And I'm just like, how do you do it? <laughs> i need your secrets but i mean she's been acting since she was a child so it makes a lot of sense
1: oh nice. yeah yeah nice well i'm i'm out of questions i've gotta go i've got adulting to do
0: <sighs> same yeah
1: <laughs> all all right. good. <laughs> but- <laughs> again thank you so much for for hanging out with us this evening and uh enjoy your adulting and we'll as always keep a keep an eye out for some of your some of your new work
0: sweet thank you guys so much for being great hosts
1: oh stop it. That you, part's you don't going have in. to lie to that us. That part's going in. No, no, no. That part's <laughs> going in. Right at the end. I'll I'll just I'll just cut right there before we say anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll just All have right. an unprompted compliment of us. <laughs> Thank have, you. Have a great night. Have a care. wonderful night.
0: All right. Take care. You Bye. too. Bye.
1: There we have it. Another interview series interview in the bag. Yep, that one was that one went well. She's so. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and she, you know, we mentioned it a little bit, but she does classes, she does uh, workshops and stuff. And uh, actually, if you if you follow her on Twitter, she just recently had a class that sold out. So very active. Uh, her Twitter is literally just kira Bu- at kira buckland, just exactly her name. So, there there you have it, guys. Thanks so much for, for, for listening and hanging out with us. Uh, if you have any comments or questions, let us know on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, 2dap2020 at gmail.com. And don't forget to check us out on Patreon, where for $5, you could see that whole extended interview. And then watch me eat some cereal afterwards. Yeah. Super fun stuff going on there. And next time on two dads and a podcast we're going to i believe finish off our top five deaths with the top five avengers if i'm not mistaken that's next week so we're gonna have have a lot of fun fun. with that (laughs) and uh we'll we'll have a new deep dive series i'm not sure what we're gonna do just yet but we'll have a new deep dive series so sure but as always guys thanks so much for listening we love you oh have a nice day